0: Oh, Nick Whitmer! What a difference a week makes! Ah, and yes. pros to and pros to you as well, my friend. Yes, I was my... so
1: trying to get it in the, the shot. It's
0: hard, <laughs> yeah, you know, with the green screen, no good. Kevin Goatee, yeah. Nick Whitmer, we are back. You know what? We have that just got laid glow about us. I would say, Nick Whitmer, <laughs> I would say, you know why? Because I went sixteen and eight last week. You also had a miraculous, not a miraculous sixteen and seven yeah oh, just you a, just a pube right above it wow yep. what a, i tell you what a week wow you know what you didn't take all those bad props you took week
1: one that's the difference that, that yeah really I mean the week one I went 13 eleven and one and looking back at it now three of the losses were props so and then in the props in week two I went five and two so and I went Three and three week one, five and two week two. Uh, Bringing me to the total of everything, 29, 18, and one against the spread for the season so far, 61%. Gladly take that any day. I
0: went four and one with props, five and one with props, five and two two with props, five and two. Not a bad deal. Well, look, I told you last week, Jared Goff blew up. He gave me 27 points. But look, we're here to talk about fantasy football and betting. So, Nick Whitmer, what game are we going to start off with tonight?
1: As usual, the Thursday night football game. It's your New York Giants at the San Francisco 49ers. Current line is San Francisco minus 10 and a half. Total of 43 and a half. This is a tough one, man, because
0: <laughs> it's, You're funny. Uh,
1: every instinct in my my being is telling me to take the Giants plus 10 and a half. Uh, earlier in the week. On a Monday, I looked at the line, and it was was San Francisco minus 10, and I thought, wow, everybody's going to pound San Francisco. This line is going to close at 12, maybe 12 and a half. So I took San Francisco minus 10. All the money has come in on San Francisco, and here we are still sitting here at fucking 10. Every pundit on television is telling you the San Francisco 49ers are going to blow out the Giants. It's not going to happen i'm just telling you right now it's just like this is this happens every year in the nfl when was like this happened last year too anytime you're like this team's gonna blow out this other team it never happens so i do have san francisco minus 10 thinking that i was gonna get closing line value i got zilch here uh, i'm gonna lose my bet because i'm an idiot for laying double digits i also have elijah mitchell over 29 and a half rush yards uh but giants I mean double digit favorites on Thursdays have gone uh sorry double digit underdogs on Thursdays have gone 12 and 21 against the spread. Giants are missing Andrew Thomas, who's their best lineman. Barkley's out too. Uh Daniel Jones is 1 and 11 straight up in night games. Uh dogs on Thursday night football who won by 3 or less the week before, 11 and 18 against the spread. Everything is pointing to San Francisco, so it's a red flag. Uh do what you got to do people. Um whatever maybe maybe it's a survivor play
0: maybe what do you think su-
1: you're the Giants fan
0: oh if this game was not on I mean what a roller coaster of emotions and by the way, what did I tell you I told you to take the Giants money line because they don't cover as a favorite and wow again, what a roller coaster of emotions that game was how we just went from down 21 to probably the worst team in the NFL. If this yeah. game was on Sunday, maybe Barkley plays, maybe Andrew Thomas plays. I just don't see any any combination where the Giants can be able to come out here and look good. Their whole game is around Barkley. The Niners are just bullies. They just kick the dick out of your Steelers. I mean, they squeak by with the the Rams. Thank you for teasing them. You're welcome. Boy, that was uh that was unnecessary. I don't have, I have as about as much faith as improv comedy making me laugh as I do the New York Football Giants this week. I really don't, <laughs> I really don't. I'd t- I, I tell you what, without even looking at the line, if it's available, I love the Giants' home Monday night a week from this Monday against Seattle. I'm in Vegas that game. Otherwise, I would be there, but I think they will come back after eleven day or ten day layoff, and I think they'll answer the bell. But I I took him in our Doctor Evil pool from minus ten. I just don't see it happening. Ten and a half is a different, maybe a different story, but I I, I don't see like Thanos you took, snapping you Took San his Francisco in the Doctor Evil pool? I did. I I, okay. I was. It was a tough week for me. I think. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm going to take a minus yeah. ten. I don't. I don't see them. I, this is a seventeen point loss.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to be recording this podcast during at least the first quarter of this game because it kicks off in about fifteen minutes. So. Yeah, we'll we'll have some maybe some in game reactions,
0: but is there anything else on this game? Any fantasy plays? Anything before we go to the one o'clock slate? I also with you have Elijah Elijah Mitchell over twenty nine and a half rushing yards. I did do a and this was like one of those free free parlays. I did a bonus. I did a McCaffrey Brita and Kittle anytime touchdown for like mm. plus five hundred, and I also have a a McCaffrey. And I th- that was when I sent you too. Damn it! Oh, a McCaffrey and San Fran minus six and a half on the alt line parlay. Hmm. McCaffrey also,
1: rush yards, touchdowns, anytime touchdown, anytime touchdown. Gotcha, yep. gotcha, gotcha.
0: And then also have a San Fran is part of a three way money line parlay. And uh, I'll talk about the other two teams next. So yeah, just San Fran part of a money line parlay. Elijah Mitchell over rushing. Yeah, a McCaffrey and Niners uh, Alpine Paul A, and that bonus free bet I'm not going to count if I win or lose because again it was for fifty free bucks to go spend, but that's what I have so far.
1: Cool. Uh, so on to the one o'clock slate, we have the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. Miami's
0: favored by six and a half points. Total of forty eight. What do you have on this one? Oh, what do I have? We why and Denver just went out and just but raped everybody on a suicide pick mine included i don't trust denver anymore at all denver is two and eight their last ten against miami they're zero and five in their last five on the road one and eight straight up in miami miami five and zero against the number of late six and one against the number in september but as i like to say don't be cute just win money which is what I plan on doing because I teased the Miami Dolphins down to a pick'em with, where are you hiding? Uh, oh, I don't know where I put it. Damn it. I wrote it down. Oh, sorry. There it is. Miami down to a pick'em with the Jags laying two and a half points.
1: I, I I teased as well. I teased this one. This Touch Seven. I teased Miami down to one with Baltimore uh, down to two. Um, don't love it as much as when I did it at first. I think there's some upset potential in both of these games. Honestly, um, here's the thing about Denver. I mean, winless teams. Uh, going into week three, or just blindly 57 against the spread, 82 and 63 and four since 2005. Also, teams that are two and oh against the spread as favorites in week three, which is Miami, have gone 38 49 and three. That's 44 percent against the spread. These are just the oh and two teams versus the two and oh teams. It's the It's the fade public perception. Everybody's like, Miami's great. Russell Wilson sucks. And that's when you want to be on Denver. So I've been waiting to try to get seven with Denver. I should have did it when it touched it at seven instead of teasing Miami. But uh, we will see. We'll see. I will take Denver plus seven at six and a half. I still might, but we'll see how my week goes. Um, Anything else for this one? Nope. That'll do All it. All right. We got the Buffalo Bills at the Washington football team plus six and a half. Uh Washington is getting at home with a total of 43 and a half. Uh, I'll start with this one. I just I think it's too many points. I think Buffalo has blow up potential on a lot of teams, but I think Washington has a sneaky good roster. I bet they're over. Uh, this season, uh, and boy, everybody was like, that's a risky one. Their schedule is hard. Well, we're two we're two wins there already, 2-0. I like what I've seen from Sam Howell. I like the defense, and Buffalo is kind of a, they're just a hit or miss team, and we're going to get some weather in this game, and, and if it affects uh, the throwing of the ball, uh, I don't think Buffalo has enough run game to actually create separation on this Washington team, so uh, I, t- I got the Commanders plus six and a half. Um, that's Kind of just it for the handicap, though. You got
0: anything? I don't have any in this game. I really can't sniff this one out. I, I I get all the logic behind taking the commanders. The numbers are pl- are kind of backing up some pros like this. I I just can't trust Sam Howell yet. I, I know they're two and zero, oh, but I think it's a false two and zero. Oh. Just Denver collapse and. They just and they also just suck less no matter how hard they tried to give the game away against Arizona. They didn't. They again they sucked less. But I I get it. I, I lean I leaned with the the points. If it gets to seven, especially if it's in a monsoon like it's supposed to be, then I think that's a clear, clear way to play that one. Gotcha. Uh
1: next up we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens favored by eight points with a total of forty-four.
0: You Ravens. Got. I have where did you go? It's gonna be a monsoon this weekend in, in DC and Baltimore. Hopefully, it'll wash away that garbage mid-Atlantic accent. Ugh, second. You ever hear someone from Baltimore just talk? It's 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 a distant cousin of Philly. It makes you want to punch <laughs> someone right in the Cal Juniors and Juniors. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. I uh, I tease the Ravens down twice i believe let me look at the old slate i have the ravens down to minus two with the jags again down to two and a half i may hit them again in a bit but here's something i was looking at a little bit ago on some trends you know and again like we said before the uh the weather is going to be a factor if that doesn't get your uh your little tumescence going on down there this will Baltimore under of late, 12 out of 17, 8 out of 9 against the Colts. Not really a fair sample size, being they've had a multitude of quarterbacks, but Lamar Jackson's been there. The Baltimore Ravens have gone under 8 out of their last 8 at home. Baltimore, though, 1-7 in seven their last 8 when playing at home. Again, versus Indy, different sample size, different, different quarterbacks. But I think this under is something to keep an eye on. I'm going to wait to see how this weather pattern moves, or I just say the hell with it and grab it now because the way the trends say, it's going to be an under. Plus, you get Gardner Minshew. When's the last time he threw a ball besides not scoring on the two-yard line for me when we we had them catching five week one against Jacksonville? But I think this is going to be an under game. I feel very confident taking that under. I will in a bit, but right now I just have the Ravens teased to two and a half. Yeah, I, I think under makes sense, too. too. I mean, the weather and stuff. I, I, I still, I
1: know the Ravens are 2-0, and and I know they looked impressive last week. I'm still not fully on board with this team. I mean, week one, they played Houston. Houston actually outgained them. Houston just played terrible in the red zone. Um, and then last week, Burrows just not right. So, like if they beat a healthy Burrow, I would be a little bit more on them. But uh Baltimore's missing their top three corners. They're two best linemen. OBJ is going to be missing this game. Uh the Ravens have the Browns next week. So it's a look-ahead spot. Lamar Jackson has a favorite is only six and fourteen against the spread in the last two seasons. Houston, Owen, two straight up teams, who are dogs versus teams with at least one win, are 34 and 14 against the spread, 71% since 2010 week three oh and two against the spread as dogs in week three or 57 35 against the spread that's 62 so i laid uh, i took the points colts plus eight and a half i also have that teaser i mentioned earlier uh baltimore minus two miami minus one um I do think there's some upset potential here is is what I said. I do like Gardner Minshew uh, being able to exploit three injured corners and uh, on Baltimore um, and uh, the Colts offensive lines look pretty decent. So I am going to take the points for sure. Uh, now we're moving on to Houston at Jacksonville, Jacksonville uh, favored by nine points at the moment with a total of 44.
0: We've got a um, question from Mike Kroena about fantasy. Yes. He wants to know Damian Pierce of the Texans or Colonel Sanders, a.k.a. Miles Sanders. I say go with Damian Pierce because he doesn't share like Sanders as Chuba Hubbard and I forgot the other guy. The, basically, Miles Sanders also cost me that money line parlay of uh, rushing yards. I needed seven more. And they hand the ball to Chuba Hubbard on the last drive. Which, if you didn't take the Saints money line, I did. Thank you. You got backdoored, and you got a push because it was three. But Pierce is the only guy in that uh, in that area code. You're not going to worry about anyone getting vultured. He's the guy. You're not going to get many opportunities, I think. But at least if they get down, maybe some garbage time, or if they get a deep ball or pass interference, or whatever, you know, he's going to get the ball at the ten and try and run it home. So. Damian Pierce is my play. As for the game, I have. Where are you hiding? I have to jazz. As I mentioned, I teased them down to minus two and a half with the Ravens and again with the Miami Dolphins. I think this is an absolute get right. This is the perfect spot for them. This is the get right game for them after just losing. They look so so uninspiring against the chiefs if you caught any of that game they weren't doing anything it's sad now they're home now they're against a cupcake division opponent i think this is just kind of like all right light them up and now we'll we're we're gonna we're gonna see what happens so that's what i have what do you have yeah i love divisional dogs
1: always have always will um i truth be told i thought i bet this at nine and a half and i went through my bet sheets before this podcast and i i guess i didn't fire it in i know i have it as a contest pick um at nine i still will like it i'm gonna just kind of see now that it's down to nine i'm gonna look at the splits i'm gonna see if there's any possibility of it ever getting back to nine and a half or even maybe ten um or sorry uh yeah ten but uh yeah i think jacksonville i mean i, I don't like their defense i don't like their offensive line i know houston is zero two against the spread uh but i like the way they played honestly i thought that uh the uh stroud is is it doesn't seem to be over his skis anymore he seemed very comfortable last week they just kind of had some terrible luck they're just not executing the red zone but they're putting up yards they've outgained both the teams they played this year so i'm gonna be probably taking the points but i haven't bet it yet um but that's all i got those uh and 2 against the spread trends also uh that i mentioned before for um for indy uh yeah actually that's for houston actually yeah Uh, i put that in the wrong spot so oh and two straight up teams who are dogs i just set them on uh on last sorry i'm
0: unorganized that's what happens when you have a kid all day uh (laughs) (laughs) why you do that i was gonna say i have jacksonville as one of my suicide picks this week i'm very confident but i'll give you a name of a guy if you have him for fantasy i'm gonna pull him up in a hot second here Nico Collins, he's had a yeah. baller-ass year, and oh, I just happen to have him in two of my leagues. He's D- been too, that rookie. Yeah, he's had a, he's had he started out pretty well, too. Nico Collins, just to pull him up, he blew up last week. He had 146 and a touchdown, 29 points. He had six for 80 the week before. They'll be chasing points big time in this game. Nico Collins, you can get him on the quasi-cheap on FanDuel. I should probably pull that up, but I didn't. Add Nico Collins for Fanville. That's or your day or your daily fantasy or DraftKings, whatever you guys play. But I, I love him so far. He's been lighting up early rapport with Marcus Stroud. And he's only guy seems to be throwing to. So look for him. Yeah, going back, I, I I will just relay those numbers again. I I,
1: I said them in the wrong spot. Um the 0-2 straight-up teams who are dogs, uh t- versus a team with at least one win 34 and 14 against the spread 71 percent oh and two against the spread as a dog and week three 57 35 against the spread 62 percent those apply to houston not indy uh so moving forward uh we have the atlanta falcons at the detroit lions lions favored by three points of the
0: total of 46 Uh, anything in this game not a goddamn thing i don't i i know you like this i just atlanta's a fraud we all know that. We're all waiting for that to be exposed. Detroit is just more banged up than a high school freshman sneaking into a fraternity party. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's just. I don't trust them. I don't like any aspect of this game. If you were to tell me Detroit wins this game, sure. If you would tell me that Atlanta covers this game, sure. I just have no idea. I have. I can't put my finger on the outcome, and I do not want to take the. I mean, the Lions are great at home. They're huge against the spread. I just do not like all these injuries on every side of the ball, the offense, defense. Samon Ross St. Brown banged up. As you said before, he d- he was practicing. But CJ Gardner Johnson, I know there's a cornerback and Atlanta runs, but they gotta get the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London more now. So it I, I just don't like this game. Right. I'm passing. I'm passing all around. I get that. Uh I d- took Lions minus three. To me, this is kind of
1: just a game. I, I haven't bought Atlanta all season. I don't like Ritter. I think at home, they played pretty well. This is the first road game, and they're going to be in another dome, but the noise is going to be against them. Ritter on the road. I don't know. This is a weird Detroit team, because Detroit played well last week against Mm. Seattle. They had the bad pick six, but they were in that game the entire time, and then this line was – it opened at five and a half, and at five and a half, I was going to take Atlanta, and then it just pummeled all the way down to three, and then I'm like, why did it pummel to three? And I'm like, oh – they, they're missing a corner. They're missing uh, two offensive linemen, and they're missing Br- St. Brown. But St. Brown looks like he's going to play, and their best two linemen are going to play. In Atlanta, it's not like they have this, this daunting pass rush. I'm, I'm kind of sitting here thinking, like, why did this – this just seems like an overreaction of injuries. We're moving this line – Two and a half, three points in some places just for a corner and a lineman. I, I don't know. Are they really worth that many points? Uh, I could be wrong about this one. I've heard some professionals say that Power Rankings has this game uh, around two, uh, which is kind of surprising to me because uh, I would give the Lions two points for home field or at least one and a half. Um, and you're going to tell me that these are even teams. I think Detroit's just better, but I could be proven wrong. This isn't one that I really love, uh, but I do have the Lions minus three.
0: They just showed a cut, uh, just showed a shot of Daniel Jones on the bench. The 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 Niners were on offense. Daniel Jones looks like Richie Redding without the mullet.
1: <laughs> and it's a deep cut for podcast listeners. Yeah. They're gonna be like, who? Nothing against Richie. Uh I love that dude. But uh, funny, as hell. But yeah, funny I did, as hell. Yeah, super funny dude. Um on to the next one. We have the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Jets are getting two and a half points with a total of 36 and a half. Wow, what a low Oof. total. Oof. Uh yeah. Um I hope I don't watch any of this game. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson.
0: It's like, oh my god. Mac Jones sounds like a an '80s high school basketball phenom against the wh- whitest kid who plays croquet and has a sweater crisscrossed across his shoulders. <laughs> but nothing could be farther from the truth. Yeah, I, I refuse to go against Belichick against the Jets. He just. Power bottoms the Jets every chance he gets, and I just can't take the Jets and the points again. Monsoon, I'll be very likely to look at that under, but I refuse to go against Belichick. With the, uh, I I know Mac Jones has been the is has been the least profitable quarterback uh, all year, and even some of last year too. I do not trust him. I de- but I definitely can't take the Jets. I mean, maybe maybe if it got the three and a half, maybe. But I, I refuse – again, I, I do not get in front of that moving train known as Belichick uh, against the Jets. So pass for me, maybe the under, but that's it.
1: Uh, just for our own notes here, you can edit this out or whatever, but I, uh, you froze there. I don't know if it was on my end or your end or if it still recorded everything, uh, yeah. but I don't know if you want to just take a note to see if that happened or not, if it interfered with the recording or not. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, so we'll resume now. Yeah, the Jets getting two and a half. I can't do it. Uh, but there is an argument that you could tease them to eight and a half only because the total is 36 and a half and points are at a premium. So, you know, it's like New England's going to win this game by nine points, but the teams collectively are going to score probably less than 36. It becomes a kind of a tough uh, a tough situation for New England. And Mac Jones is terrible. I mean, he's just like we're watching. Oh, my God. He's the he's – the, the, you know – He's just boring, and he's bad at football. And he look he has soccer mom hips, and like everything about him, I just don't like him. What uh, are soccer exact... mom?
0: What are what are soccer mom hips? I need to know this. Just
1: Google search, image search Daniel Jones, and you'll know exactly what I mean. He's <laughs> like he needs to have like high waisted jeans on up to his belly uh, button. Plays, right. you know what I mean? Like he just has those round like soccer mom. I, hips. I, I, uh, I call them, I call them
0: squatty women. I call them squatty. By the way, the Giants held the Niners to a field goal. That's a, that's a victory for me. Yeah, it really is. I
1: actually had to convert a bunch of third downs just to get that field goal. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm standing here going, like, I knew the Giants were going to cover. another uh, well, game, we have the, the, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are favored by three and a half with a total of 39 and a half.
0: Uh, you have anything on this game? Sure do. I have the Tennessee Titans plus three. It's now at three and a half. I'm wondering if I should buy out and then take the three and a half. I've got a hot trash play for you. You know, who stinks this year. Besides everyone on the Titans, except for, of course, what's his face? Uh, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins. He's done nothing and they want $6,300 for him. No, Cleveland. I think you could l- hot trash this whole game.
1: Sorry. De- yeah. You can no, hot trash this whole game.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Cleveland has allowed 15 catches for 132 yards receiving and no touchdowns from Cincinnati or Pittsburgh players this year. I Tennessee, by the way, 14 and eight against the spread after coming off a win as an underdog. You sent me that sap, uh, that little snapshot today. The Browns defense allowed zero snaps in the red zone this season, but I have, the, the, like I said, Tennessee plus three, but I have some more facts for you, and I'm really thinking that this has got to get hit. And in fact, I'm probably going to tease it with something else. The total. The total here, the Browns have gone under seven out of their last nine, four out of their last five at home. Cleveland, four and one, their last five, played in week three. Titans, by the way, five out of their last six have gone under. Cleveland fans, zero items, over $50 in their wardrobe besides their jersey. That's it. <laughs> yeah uh this is a tough one it's uh at
1: the, w- at the beginning of the week full disclosure i saw tennessee getting three and a half and i just auto bet it because you have rabel that's a dog and it's just money um he's the ceo of the circle of trust however i will say since that position i bought out uh this game's suspicious to me tennessee is a public dog they're getting all the money <laughs> Cleveland is left for dead after that terrible Monday night performance, but Cleveland's defense is so for real and Ryan Tannehill outside of a handful of plays has not been good this year and I already heard Cleveland players are saying they're going to win this next one for Chubb and this, that, and the other and I, to me, I think the Sharps are all over the Browns, too. Um, so if this goes down to three and at three, I will probably lay the three with Cleveland and take them. Um, but as of right now, I got nothing because I had bought out of Tennessee plus three and a half. Did you really? I'm shocked to hear yeah. that. I know. I just like there's something skeezy about this. I don't trust this This because it's like Tennessee. I had them um, week one and week two as dogs. They covered week one. They won outright week two. my fucking underdog. Money line, uh, round robin parlay, but by the way. I should bring that up fucking bonkers last week. I
0: had six legs, four of the six won.
1: Explain and, and hey, I, listen, round- this is
0: this is the great opportunity. Explain to everybody what a round robin parlay is. So, essentially, you take, like, you. let's say with mine last week,
1: there's six, six legs of it. So, what the round robin will do is take one versus six, two versus five, three versus four, and that's three different parlays, but then it'll do that with every configuration. And that's if you do two-leg parlays. That's what I do. I only do two-leg parlays. I never do three-leg parlays. So, the round robin... Two-leg parlays of all of these dogs, and uh, I can just go, but just real quick, last week the underdogs I picked were the Ravens, the Seahawks, the Titans, the Steelers, all of whom won, and the Packers and the Patriots, the Pack should have fucking won. Dude, if Packers have. won, it would have been even more glorious. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically it just takes those, uh, t- takes all of those legs of those parlays and matches them up to where every one of those basically has a partner. Uh, and that way, like if, if you have six legs and four teams win, you're going to have probably, I think it was like f- four or five different legs of your parlay hits because it separates your bet out into like uh, 10 two versus two round robin tournament style basically is kind of like the way it looks when you look at it. Uh, I hope that makes sense to everybody.
0: So you kind of um, rank it like tournament style, like like the NCAA tournament, like I, here's my one pick yeah. versus my four pick, which is well, less confidence. The, well, the, it just, it,
1: it just looks that way when you look at it but it's not really that way they like oh. the one seed is your first bet it's not is it, in the odds of it are just whatever the one and the six of your thing is together that's the odds of that single parlay and it just goes through all of them essentially um and uh, Bet Rivers has this feature on their book where they just do it for you. So you pick out your parlays, and then you choose if you want to do two legs, or three legs, or four legs, or five legs—ridiculous um, possibilities. So that I only do two. I think it's risky to do more than uh, two in an underdog parlay. But every week in the NFL, there's always a handful of underdogs that win outright. So I always think that if you lay one unit and you split it up between all of these uh, parlays, if you hit three or four of them, you're going to be in the black. So I I think it's a, it's a fun thing to do every week. And last year, uh, I I had a stretch where I did very, very well with these. And then towards the end of the season, they kind of flopped out. I think this season I'm going to be, I'm going to be paying attention to it, but I think the favorites kind of got fire last season, uh, towards like the back half of the year and when favorites are winning i do terrible because i i try to just do dogs as much as i can i just try to fade public perception and favorites are always what the public goes to anyway on to our next game we have the los angeles chargers at the minnesota vikings minnesota currently minus one with a total of 54. um this is a funny one because this this stat This uh, trend goes for both teams now because both teams were, at one point, underdogs. But since 2005, when two winless teams play, the underdog has gone 70-34-4, and 65% against the spread. I was so happy when I saw Minnesotas getting one, and I teased them to getting seven with the Las Vegas Raiders also getting seven. And then it swung all the way down to where it was, uh, at one point, I think the Chargers were getting like two or two and a half. No, sorry, they're getting one and a half. So I teased uh the Chargers to seven and a half with the uh Saints to eight and a half. So I have two teasers on this game, one on each side, because I just think this is gonna be a close game. These teams suck these teams will both try to lose it as many times as possible. And it's (laughs) hard to see either team winning this more than by more than six points, seven points. So uh, I teased both of the dogs up to seven and seven and a half respectively. Um, But other than that, I got nothing.
0: I have also teased this. I teased the Vikings to seven and a half when they were catching one and a half. Giants are going right down the field on them. This is beautiful. I fucking told you. Told you. Well, listen, they have to play four quarters, my friend. I've seen this movie before. I have the Vikings to seven and a half, catching seven and a half, and then the Raiders catching seven and a half. Then, like you said, it flipped around. The Chargers were catching points. I have the Chargers. Catching seven and a half and we both did eight plus eight <laughs> nice. and a half. Oh, that's so
1: funny. I'm glad we both made that decision to be like, let's fucking tease both sides. <laughs> that's cares? smart
0: because no one's gonna no one's losing by more than a touchdown, as you said. And I'm yeah. very, very likely going to take the over in this as well. Tease that up too. Because hey, hold on one second. We're out the, wide open. Oh, you gotta be shitting me. Who was that who dropped that pass fucking wide open in the flat? And that's not Brita, though. Was tw- is that Gray? Okay. Okay. Chargers one and four straight up their last five Minnesota who cares that's a different regime but Minnesota of late is one six and one of their last eight Minnesota one and five straight up of late the the over five out of six Minnesota has gone at home eight out of the last 10 overall chargers Four of their last five have gone over this. is. I mean, this is like we said, this is going to be a a scoreboard explosion. And that is why I advocate you take good old Kirk cousins for $6,900. You know, he's on pace to throw for 6,018 passing yards. Uh, He's facing a charger defense that has allowed 712 passing yards, four TDs and one pick against Tua and Ryan Tannehill. I think Kirk Cousins, if he loses this game, he should be forced to suck on a pacifier with his six-year-old son. That's just pathetic. That's disgusting. So two teasers. I'm going to probably tease that that the total down. I might even tease that with the Browns uh, uh, total and make that go under. But yeah, I see a lot of points. That's what I have for this game. How about you?
1: Yeah, just, uh, just those teasers I mentioned. Uh, now we're going to the next one. We have the New Orleans Saints at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are currently favored by one and a half points with a total of 42.5. I mentioned before I teased the Saints uh, two times. I didn't mention this teaser, though. I teased the Saints to eight uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers to eight and a half. It's the second uh, game that I have teased in both directions. When Vegas was getting a point, I teased them. So I just, again, the Steelers in vegas this is going to be a a terrible 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 football game but we'll get to that later um uh but other than that i don't have anything on the side i lean to the saints uh but uh yeah nothing nothing to
0: take on the side or the total at the current numbers hot trash player of the game for this game is aj dylan 5700 bucks he had 15 for 55 and then one catch for eight yards He's had 15 total touches in each game. Aaron Jones practiced today. I And I, the Saints also have a very tough run defense. They have yet to allow running back to score in two games. Derrick Henry being the fir- uh, the last one. Miles Sanders the first. But more importantly, let's talk about a little friend of mine called Cooper Rigo. Remember him from comedy? I do. His cousin, Ryan Grant of the Green Bay Packers. He said, Cooper said that him and Ryan Grant were hanging out one weekend up in Green Bay. He said, you know what the most fun thing to do in Green Bay is the weekend of a home game? Go to... Hang- <laughs> yeah, close. Going to Best Buy to hang out. That's exactly what they did on a Saturday night in Green Bay, because there's nothing oh, to man. do. Gee, I can't wait to go overpay on electronics, and then maybe, hopefully... Finding a woman under 220 pounds not wearing flannel in the Sony PlayStation aisle. That is an idea of a rip-roaring good time up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, man. Sounds like a blast.
1: Oof. Uh on to the four o'clock slate we have the Carolina Panthers at the Seattle Seahawks Seahawks are currently favored by six and a half with a total of 41 and a half uh it looks to be Andy Dalton time for the for the uh, Panthers which hey uh, part of the handicap of taking Bryce Young's under touchdowns and yards was I knew he was gonna get hurt because he's he's a uh, kindergartner out there um <laughs> so uh yeah so with Dalton I kind of I haven't bet it I kind of like the points here a little cautious. I want to look into this game a little more. I want to check on Seattle's injuries. Uh, I like Seattle. I think they're a good team, but I don't think they're a team that um, I, I wouldn't put them in the top, like 10 teams in the league. I think they're just, they're on the outside of that, but they're a competitive team. They're good. They're well coached Carolina. I don't know how good they are, but I just think Andy Dalton will keep it close. He's captain check down. He's, he's good in garbage time. I mean, I won a lot of bets last year with the Saints with him as quarterback. So uh, I, I haven't touched this
0: yet, though. But do you have anything? I have nothing. And I tried to find some stuff on it to help me sway me to take in the Carolina Panthers, but I didn't. Carolina 2-4 and four straight up their last six, two and 2-11 straight up on the road. Five and zero. Oh, There's a little nugget. Five and zero. Oh, their last five played in week three. Would throw that out with a new quarterback and a new coach. And then I said, well, "What about Seattle? You'd think that this would be a no brainer at home, right?" Wrong. Seattle two and nine. Their last eleven. They are one and five against the spread at home of late. One and seven against the NFC. Zero oh, and five against an NFC South division foe. There's nothing here that says let's do it. I don't know. And when I don't know, I'm not touching this. I see the logic. If it got to seven and a half, sure, let's give that a roll. But Andy Dalton, hostile environment. Again, I know he he knows the system. I know know, he's, he's, he's been playing for years, but it's not enough points for me. On to the next game, the Dallas Cowboys are at the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona are catching 12 and a half points with a total of 43. I'd rather catch herpes in late 12 and twelve and a half. That's <laughs> Trayvon Diggs out. By the way, their center got hurt today as well. Don't know if you caught that on the uh, injury ticker. But... I didn't see the center. The Diggs dominated that storyline, huh? Yeah, they their did. center's good, right, Travis? Travis Frederick. That's look at That's you knowing depth charts and shit. I just don't. Yeah. You want to take it, Arizona? There, by the way, my first half uh, Arizona fading of has been not good it's 0 two this year so I don't know about that I think maybe you want to I just don't trust this game I know Arizona's home Dallas is up they're supposed to beat the piss out of them probably will I just don't feel like laying 12 and a half that's for donkeys so pass yeah i uh lean to the points
1: uh i don't know if i'll take it i i I had arizona week one and week two i will say i'm two and oh with these teams i i love betting on teams that everybody thinks are going to be terrible uh because those teams never think that they're terrible especially in the beginning of the season but now we're looking at this dallas defense and it scares me to lay this many points um so it's a pass. Uh, speaking of pass, <laughs> the Chicago Bears at the Kansas City Chiefs. Ch- Ch- uh, Kansas City is favored by 12 and a half, with a total of 48. Uh, I would love to sit here and, and take uh, the points. I really would. But Patrick.
0: You froze. Oh, no. Poop. With Chicago. Like, I don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. I, you, you, never you, did. You, fr- you froze for about 15 seconds. You said I'd love to sit here and say something about Patrick Mahomes. So start over from there if you'd be so kind.
1: Yeah, I uh I would love to take the points here with the with the, the Bears, but I can't. Uh there's two teams that I faded at the beginning of the season that other people loved: Atlanta and Chicago. It looks like I might be wrong about Atlanta, but we'll see. So far, I've been wrong. Uh, but Chicago have been dead on the balls accurate. Like, just like uh, to me, Chicago—they didn't do enough, and everybody thought. I, as a Steelers fan, when we traded Clay, uh, Chase Claypool for a second-round pick, I nutted. I was like, "How did we do that? How did we get rid of this fucking useless asshole G- going by Mapletron because he's from Canada?" And this dude, <laughs> that's so this cute. This dude stinks. <laughs> like he's like he he like I like like his rookie year he was good. But, like, he can't time jumps. He, like, does these weird – he sucks. He has no effort. He has no – he's just not a – I don't like him. Anyway, that's beside the point. The point is Chicago stinks. Uh, They're having this turmoil with their defensive had A coordinator resigning this week and all this other shit. I don't know. I can't take them. I can't take Kansas City. They're terrible as a big favorite, so
0: pass. Wise move. Uh, Yeah. But- on to sun- – oh, do you have anything? I was just—I forgot about my usual bet. I do, and that's uh, uh he, if, well, that yeah, that's that's going to be, of course, your 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 tight end, cold cash player of the week. You're going to spend, and where did I lose my stuff here? You're going to spend a ton, seventy-two hundred, because the Bears D just fired their coordinator, and uh, Justin Fields dis- disappoints more fantasy owners than the new Coke, the last five Marvel movies, and Star Wars Episode Seven through Nine. Just real fast, the Bears. This doesn't make any sense, but here's a stat for you: twelve and six straight up their last eighteen in September. But they're one and eight their last nine played on a Sunday. Okay, whatevs. Here's something for you though: Kansas City eight out of nine under of uh, late at home. Uh, five out of six, even more recent. But ten nine and one straight up their last ten. They're nine and four against uh, their last uh, thirteen played on a Sunday at home, and. This again, we all know that the, the worst kept secret is the, the, the Chiefs don't cover. I have them as part of my second leg of that money line parlay with the Niners. So, and also we talked about it before, but Dallas was the third leg of that money line parlay. So, Dallas, KC, San Fran. Here's something else I forgot to grab last week. I'm going to do it again this week. And that, of course, the Houston Texans first half money line, it's hit the last two weeks, and I'll be doing it again against Jacksonville. I think they'll be coming out a wee flat. And then maybe backdooring later on, but I think is going to come out high and mighty. And Derek Stingley is banged up; he might even be out this week. Let's see. Yeah, he's he's out. So that's a big loss at cornerback for the Texans. So we're going to grab the old first half money line for the um, Jags. Gotcha.
1: On to Sunday night. We have my Pittsburgh Steelers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders are currently favored by two and a half points with a total of 43. Uh, My best bet in this game is the under Uh, Tomlin road unders uh, since 2014, 49, 23 and one 68% hit. rate. Wow. Um, I think the Steelers uh, don't play as well on the road. Uh, They're better at home. The Raiders have this as a revenge game circled uh that's why i tease the raiders to seven and i also tease the raiders to eight and a half because these two teams i mean I, I think beavis and butthead score more so i think this is one of those fucking ugly 13 to 10 that's what it was last year 17 to 13 uh these 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 are going to be ugly games can Pickett, pick it uh man boy wow did i was i wrong about this dude it's it's, it's it's only funny. two games. We're gonna go. No, this dude. This dude stinks. Like I can tell. Like he's missing open. it be. I know the offensive coordinator is terrible, and I know we played two really good defenses. But if you're gonna deer in the headlights and you're gonna miss wide open throws multiple times a game, you just don't have it, dude. I'm sorry. You're done. Bust. Calling it right now. Watch Watching with their next seven. Pivot. Watch them when their next I, seven you start blowing well, up. Well, I'm 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 trying to reverse jinx it. I'm trying to like make <laughs> myself because I will gladly eat this
0: crow if he turns out to be good. Uh, million dollar million dollar question. It's in Vegas. How the hell did you not tell the wife? Fuck it, I'm making the trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh,
1: probably because there'd be no one to watch my kid. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> wah, wah How about her parents? <laughs> Yeah, they're in Florida, so. Oh
0: no! Daniel uh, Jones just got sacked for a loss at the one and a half yard line.
1: Oh man, I looked up and I thought that was a safety for a second. Um, you got anything else on the Sunday night game?
0: I also have teased the Raiders to seven and a half. Yeah, and I think and the, has it, where, what's it now the line currently is, is three? Two-and-a-half, two two Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I just teased the Raiders when uh, the getting was good. That, nothing else on that one. I'm actually thinking real fast. I'm after watching the the Cleveland Browns spread open your guy's asshole and have their way with it i'm strongly considering taking josh jacobs over rushing yards as well yeah
1: we're bad against the uh the run for sure my only hesitation with that one is apparently josh jacobs isn't didn't show up in good shape because he missed all of camp and he's kind of playing himself into shape so I, I i as much as i hate the run defense for the steelers i just because that number is also was like
0: 89 and a half right uh, i didn't high. look at yeah i didn't look at that but i know yeah. he got absolutely bottled up last week against the right. uh, the bills so i think it, it was something insulting like seven for two like seven carries, yeah. two yards had, I mean, it was a, trash yeah. yeah um i i would have to take
1: that take a look at that total again but um if it's in the 80s i i, I couldn't take it if it feels like My buy price would probably be like 72 and a half. I would take the over, and that's probably 10 to 15 yards under where it is now. So Mm -hmm. on to Monday night where we have two more Monday night games staggered again. Uh, Philadelphia at Tampa. Tampa is getting five points with a total of 46. Uh, since 2003, when two undefeated teams play, the home team is 67, 47, and 3, 59% against the spread. Home dogs uh, are 29 and 14 against the spread uh, in week three. Uh, uh, recently, it's 29 and 14, so it's the last few years. Um, I love the Bucks plus five and a half. The Eagles are, I mean, we watched both Eagles games. They didn't look great either, or they could have lost both games. I mean, imagine if Justin Jefferson doesn't fumble out of the back of the end zone and that pump returner doesn't cough it up in the inside. Like those are two possessions that the Vikings at the very least get 10 points on, Um I think the Vikings threw up on themselves and lost that game more than Philly won it and kind of the same. I mean, you let Mac Jones come back and throw up 300 and some yards against you. I think Baker's just playing smart football right now. I think he has two really good receivers and that helps and their defense, I mean, their defense is. I kind of called it week one when I took them to upset, um, I forget who now, but uh, their defense is for real. Last year, they had so many injuries, uh, Tom Brady's last year. So I think people kind of just thought because Brady was returning, that the team's going to be so bad, but they had a lot of good defensive players return. So I love, uh, I did get the bucks at five and a half at five. I would still play it. I would play it all the way until four. Um, I love it north of four. So four and a half, five, five and a half. That's where, that's where my buy buy price is with uh,
0: the bucks. What about you? I also have the Bucks plus the five. You, you 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 talk me into it. Philly didn't look good. They got lucky. I had him teased, So my asshole was puckered up until the very end. It, but Monday night game, Baker's playing well. They're gonna win. Let them let them back door. Uh, I, but I need the, I need Tampa to lose by the way, because I haven't part of a three-way money line parlay of not making the playoffs and starting off two and zero is not my idea of a good time, but, and I need Philly I for the, ya. for the, for the over anyway. So Philly can win my three and uh, we all win and we'll be happy. And then we'll hold hands and then make out. It'll be great. <laughs> um,
1: I love it. Last game on the slate, the Rams at the Bengals Super Bowl rematch. Uh, the Bengals are currently favored by three with a 43 and a half total. Uh, that three suggests that Burrow is going to play, but he's not going to be a
0: hundred percent. Is that what you're getting out of that? Because if if it wasn't Burrow, it, they wouldn't be favored, right? No, of course not. But I think the, the the line keeps dropping down. I mean, I jumped on, what did I tell you at four? And I think it's going to be, I hope it's not here. Because I don't know who they're back. Browning something, not Browning Nagel, that name pops up. Jake, out, but Brown- Jake Browning. Browning, that's it. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a, 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 a definitely. I grabbed the Rams plus four. I also teased them because it dropped down. I got them to plus eight. So Rams plus eight, um, Saints plus eight for a hot. I second. will
1: uh, as a proponent of early betting. I uh, I can't stress enough the importance of getting the best of the number. Guess what your boy got on the Rams on Monday? Six Rams and a half plus. Plus six and a half. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day it dropped at two and a half. And I fucking, oh, man, what a great closing line value there. But um, what's going to suck more uh, is if they lose by 10. <laughs> well, that's the thing. In the past, all these closing line value games have fucked me it's so hard. I still remember that Vikings Cowboys game. Oh, my God. I, I had it was like Cowboys were favored by three and a half. And I bet Minnesota plus three and a half, and then Dak was out, Cooper Rush was in, and it flipped to Vikings minus three and a half, Dallas plus three and a half. So I literally had the all of that closing line value, and the fucking Vikings throw up all of this, as I was fucking lost. Uh, man, man, man
0: plans, God laughs. Yep. Uh, But that is currently it for the week for us. Well, hold on uh, one second. Like, I, I got a sleeper pick for you. For you. Ooh. ren Williams. Who is that? Well, that's the guy who has no now sole control as Ram running back. Yeah, he looks because good. Because Cam Akers got kicked out to Minnesota. If you own Alexander Madison, your asshole just got shivers sending going up it right now. Do you know – uh He's the first Rams player to score multiple touchdowns in each of his first two games of the season. That's nuts. The Bengals have allowed a running back to score at least 12 points their first two games each. By the way, Joe Burrow looks like William H. Macy when he got maimed in that movie The Cooler. You ever see that? Fantastic no. watch. Oh, it's great. It's about a guy. Tipped! Almost got it. About a, He's a guy who's a mush uh, in Vegas because uh, he owed uh, Baldwin's Casino, Alec Baldwin's Casino, a lot of money, so he walks around cools tables. He starts banging with the cocktail waitresses, and then becomes hot. And now, uh you know, it's a good, it's a good watch. Independent film, give Dude, that a watch. The uh, William
1: H Macy as like a desperate gambler. Fucking love it already.
0: Yeah, it's solid. It's it's pretty dark, and uh, then
1: you'll, you'll you'll dig it. Baldwin as a casino owner. Fucking love it, man. Yeah, man. real good. That sounds go. great. Send me send me that. I, uh, the name of that, or just tell me. I'll write it down.
0: Yeah, the cooler. <laughs> oh, that's it. Sorry. Yeah, that's it. The cooler.
1: I'm
0: in on that a hundred percent. Let me see if we have any other yeah. questions here from the chat. Yeah. Bring up uh, the questions chat. Uh, Clint to Haven asked what the dig news for Dallas. Does that hurt? Is there's season long rankings of the de- defensive team. I say no pick six. Uh, pick sixes will be very down. He wants to know, will the Falcon, his Falcons free pits. And you, yeah, well, you said the problem is it's a run. Uh, he can't block and it's a running system. So that's not going to help with Desmond Ritter as well. Brian Whitmer also asked, I picked up Puka Nakua on waivers. Is he a must start or is he a fluke? Answer, he's a must start. Why would you not ride that uh, that wave until it comes crashing down? Stafford's throwing the ball 45 times a game. Why would you not start him? Especially yeah. especially against the Bengals. But the, the Bengals defense is trash. Of course you're going to start Puka Nakua. Uh, by the way, is that the Rock's cousin? Well, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think
1: Pitts um, is a freak talent, of course. But uh, as playing a tight end, like you have to be able to block to for defenses to play you honestly, or else you're just a very big wide receiver that they can double anytime they want. So, if right. he had a the threat of being a good run blocker. Uh, then you could come out there with a two tight end set. It would look like you're going to run and then play action. And then you have pits against a linebacker. That's how Gronkowski made his money. That's how um, Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey kind of has a wide receiver now, but he used to play like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, Pat Fryermuth, who for some God knows reason. They just don't fucking get him involved in the offense. Uh, but yeah, you got to be a, a blocking tight end uh, or else you're just a wide receiver. So um, I do think he's a freak talent, though. It'd be great to get him the ball uh, anytime time you could but you're kind of limited with desmond ritter there unfortunately um but hey folks go us uh, find us on youtube we put the entire video of this episode on youtube uh we put clips up on instagram and all those other places Um, yeah follow us on twitter follow us on instagram follow us on youtube subscribe on the podcast side of it please rate and review tell a friend uh
0: grassroots movements baby uh (laughs) let's build this build this thing we're trying, kids. And listen, check out a uh, good old Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast. Next week's episode, we're going to have uh, Abby Barr came on to explain why she hates old school. Get ready for that. Upcoming ah, episodes. Yeah, I know. Right. That's a good one. This week was Blade. Like I said, this next week will be old school. After that will be the Royal bombs. And Goodfellas. I'll pause for a (laughs) effect. What? (laughs) Don Jameson wants to explain why he thinks Goodfellas is Uh, overrated. Ah, my lord! Yeah, contrarian. (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Christ, Don's Don's the same guy to say. So I Die Hard, The Matrix shallow hal all them and i'm missing one oh leaving las vegas he's done all those why they all stink the first two i i just was beside myself the other two i go ah who gives a shit yeah but, i can see leaving las vegas it's a little uh,
1: yeah, yeah but uh the god i mean geez, fucking good fellas i mean does he does he hate pizza too does he have a take on why pizza sucks like titties, they suck oh my god what a contrarian um anyway that's it for us uh thank you for listening let's do a quick recap on the picks on the bets this week uh for me my sides i got the rams plus six and a half the 49ers minus 10 it's going to lose commanders plus six and a half bucks plus five and a half lions minus three colts plus eight and a half teasers i got the vikings and the raiders to seven apiece getting 70 apiece miami and baltimore miami minus one baltimore minus two uh, New Orleans and Pittsburgh plus eight and plus eight and a half respectively. Oh, New Orleans boy. and the New Orleans and the Chargers uh eight and a half and seven and a half reflects respectively, all getting points except for Miami, Baltimore. The total the Steelers and the Raiders under 43 and the props Elijah Mitchell over 29 and a half rush yards. Let's keep the hot streak going. Let's keep winning free money.
0: Yeah. What do you got? Uh- I have I – just, I just watched McCaffrey rip off two 15-plus yard runs each. I, after I was about to say, the giant defense is really holding them down. No. So this week I have Tennessee plus three, although you guys are scaring me with this one. I may buy out of that. Rams plus three and a half. Ravens teased to two with the Jags. Teased down to two and a half. Saints plus eight with the Rams plus eight. Vikings plus seven and a half. Raiders plus seven and a half. Uh, KC Dallas San Fran line. Tampa Bay plus five. San Fran minus six and a half McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, Elijah Mitchell over 29 and a half rushing chargers plus seven and a half saints plus eight and a half Miami down to a pick 'em tease with the Jags again, plus two and a half minus two and a half. Excuse me. I'm going to tease probably San Diego over Cleveland under, and then the Jags first half money line. That's 13 plays, which is about eight less than normal.
1: <laughs> yeah i got three six ten eleven twelve plays uh this week uh, you know it just depends on the card last week i love the card and uh the, the results show this week it's
0: a little bit eh, all right we'll see um but that's it for us right yeah then that's it and uh we'll see you at the window yeah we will